This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up and welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. Uh, tonight with me, I have Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. And Dwayne Samuels. All right, let's go. Uh, Nate is out in the wilds of Florida trying to catch a Pokemon. <laughs> I, He's going to try to find that Articuno. Uh, yeah, because... That was he, leaked. <laughs> yeah, because Nate has that time. Well, I mean, there is a big-ass Pokemon in Nate's area with that giant alligator. That turns out to be real. <laughs> yeah, he's real life Pokemon. <laughs> there is a real life Pokemon down there. It's called a al- giant ass alligator. <laughs> um, I, I think someone killed it, but I'm not sure. Though. I, I, it could be a different one. Who knows? But apparently, there's a lot of them roaming around in uh, in Florida. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Florida. Um, we're here to talk about some some tech, some films, some gaming. There's a lot of gaming stuff we have for you today. It's a kind of a slow week. Um, there seems to not be anything going on besides Pokemon, as, as you would hear later on in the show. It's just, everything's Pokemon. Your mama's Pokemon. That dog over there's Pokemon. Gotta uh, catch them all. Yeah. Apparently, some African villagers found a real-life Pokemon. <laughs> like it's, what? It, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's fake. It's a stupid story. It's, <laughs> it's so stupid. It was just like, it's like, oh, we caught a Pikachu. Let's put it in a metal cage and then throw water on it. It's like, that's like the most backwards things you would do to a Pikachu. The one thing that can throw out lightning and electricity is like, put it in a metal cage and throw water on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, so to start off with our first, uh, this is a bit of like, bit of, it's a bit of tech, bit of film there. So it, a bit of like a bit of both. So everybody knows who Edward Snowden is, right? Some people mm-hmm. like him into a traitor, and other people like to like him into a you know he's a hero and stuff like that. You know, either way, he's on the run. <laughs> you know, um, so Oliver Stone, the director. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's pretty famous. So if you want to find out more about his shit, just go on IMDb, um, and you see like a run of his type of movies. And he created a movie called Snowden. I believe it stars uh, jo- uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And um, Celine Woodley, I don't recognize that name. She could be important. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so the reason why I added this is because he like, so it seems like, you know, I should say Oliver Stone is an older man. So we all know old people are afraid of technology. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's, That's not true. true. <laughs> well, uh, it's partly true. <laughs> but so Oliver Stone is more or less using this movie Snowden to prey on people's anxieties when it comes to privacy. And um and like he's he's spreading a little a bit of misinformation and like a little half truths here and there and stuff like that. And you know, this um this article that we have linked to it, it's it it has him talking about how the government is watching you. You should turn your phone off. But he, he was actually, it was a PSA to turn your phone off before you watch the movie. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. And like my, my biggest gripe with this is the fact that um, 
to get hype out of this movie to do anything about this movie it's like he's preying on people's anxieties about this sort of thing ever since the Edward Stone and files and stuff like that and um she did me stuff right it's not well the thing is it's not like 100% oh conspiracy theory sort of thing like it's like it's true the government is watching and they do have they have the capability to watch the entire country if they wanted to you know um but there is the whole pushback from like private companies like apple and um google and stuff like that like or any phone manufacturer out there um not necessarily um the service provider like um at&t or verizon or whatever because they have to adhere by certain federal laws uh-huh. to um like say if something goes wrong um they can go and request like you know get a national security letter whatever the case may be and obtain records like call logs and and you know of a person's you know communication back and forth on their account you know Mm-hmm. So there is that. So there is that, you know, there is a possibility of the government doing that sort of thing. And I should tell, I should also let people know that if you have any expectations of privacy on your smartphone, you're an idiot. You know, like <laughs> you're an idiot. You're, you're a complete idiot. Like, and even if you have, and even if you claim that, oh, I don't have a smartphone, they can't track me. They can still track you because all cell phones are, they, um, the way that you can get the, um, um, location of a phone, they triangulate that through the towers here around. That's how that works. You know, like, you don't get to just be like, oh, I have a dumb phone, so they can't trap me. Don't, it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. So, I, but I don't know. Do you guys, like, do you care about this movie that's coming out? Because it kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> you know, like, what do you think about, like, Oliver Stone's, you know, his way going about trying to promote the movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually don't really know that much about Edward Snowden. Ah, <laughs> so. uh, okay. <laughs> well, it, I'm sure you've heard the conversations based around like. I mean, security. I know who he is. I yeah. just never really looked too much into it, but uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say this: the way he's going about it, it's gonna really bring out those conspiracy theory people, and it's gonna be like. I'm not gonna say gonna cause like worldwide panic, but then you know probably not. Yeah, yeah. those people gonna be going over Twitter, Facebook, and yeah, try to hit their friends. Yo, don't, don't give me phones off. Don't do this and this. You don't hear? Watch the movie. They'll say what you tell you this and that. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know the panicking people. They're gonna be out there trying to say, watch the movie. What they're saying is true. I mean, just gonna stir. Just gonna stir up something. Right. Some thing. You know, they gonna make a bigger up for no reason at all. Right. And then the same person, because I have a friend like that. He's like kind of a little paranoidish. Cause I was, cause uh, long story short, cause I was like, when you get a laptop, he's like, oh, put it, you gotta put a tape on your laptop. He's like, I don't want no camera, I don't want people looking at me. This, I'm like, dude, relax. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, like it, it's funny. The, the FBI, I think, a director at the time, I think he's still a director today. I'm not sure. He does. He puts a piece of tape over his um webcam. Um. You know, because, yes, there are ways that's true. There are ways to like hack into a system and then turn on your camera without you knowing it and they're watching you and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, it's, so, it's just the way he's going to buy, he's just going to make paranoia. Right. Par- people really, really get more paranoid now. Right. You know, and, and I would like encourage people to educate themselves on internet safety and etiquette and stuff like that because it's, you know, it, for the most part, you would never be a target because you're not that interested. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it's usually these people go after people who are celebrities, government officials, um, or people with a lot of money, you know, or like, you know, your journalists or whatever the case, some sort of notoriety behind it, you know, and if, if someone does hack you for whatever reason, it's most likely to get you to pay them money or to steal your identity. And even that, like, even that's a, a, a smaller chance too, but it doesn't hurt to, you know, be careful when you're online and depending on what you're saying and stuff like that, you know? Like, if you're savvy with it, you can have Facebook make you think that you're an African albino woman that's 83 years old. It doesn't really, you know, like, you don't have to give out actual information. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When it comes to this sort of thing, like, you don't have to give out, you know, watch what you say, watch what you do online, because, you know, you never know when it can come back and bite you in the ass in ways you would never imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but and that's real. That's not a conspiracy. That's just real. You know, but... <laughs> Yeah, good on you, Oliver Stone and your Snowden movie. Let's see how that works. <laughs> um, so, like I like I promised you guys, Pokemon is just everywhere. So, this is also one of our tech stories. Um, so, there's a website. Um, it's called Trip uh, Tripa Tripaya Tripaya Tripaya. Like I guess they're trying to play off of the. Papaya, like papaya, something like that. I don't know. But um, so there's a website that can help you plan your your next trip, you know, um, mm-hmm. around your Pokemon. Around Jeez. Pokemon, around Pokemon <laughs> Go, I should say. Right. And I'm like, OK, sure. <laughs> it's like, you, you like, I mean. This kind of makes sense because I believe you can only get certain Pokemons in different parts of the world. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> so but it's a, but to plan a whole vacation. Right? Well, like a, there was that one guy. Um, I don't know if you've heard about the the guy who's supposed, you know, he caught all the Pokemon that are available on the app um, here in the United States. Uh, he's a guy from Brooklyn. He actually owns like some some startup tech company works 50 hours a week but like right when he got out of work he was just like doing nothing but playing the game and he (laughs) finally caught them all uh i forgot his name but he's on vacation right now uh to catch the other the region locked pokemon because uh apparently some pokemon you can only catch in other countries like tauros is only uh north american exclusive you can only get Kangaskhan in Australia, Farfetch'd in Asia, and Mr. Mime in Europe. So this guy oh took a God. trip. He he took a vacation. Uh, he went to France, and then he went to Hong Kong. Now he's <laughs> flying to Sydney, and then he's once he, I guess, catches them all, he's just ending his vacation in Tokyo, which is weird because I don't know why he would fly to you know, Hong Kong and then Sydney and then to Tokyo. <laughs> back to Tokyo. Maybe, maybe he's using this website. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, he used this website to you know, to set up his vacation. <laughs> so I, I just went to the site and I because I, what they there's a little drop down and it asks you what are you traveling for? And like there's like romance, there's um 
Uh, there's some like a bunch of different categories here, like, oh, so work, is this a fun romance? Oh, you want to go to the beach, it's culture, family night, oh, family fun or whatever, or nightlife, or even like snowing, like uh, snowboarding or whatever. And at the very, very last in there is Pokemon Go. Oh, and then you put in your budget. So I put in a budget of 100 bucks. I was like, let me see how good this thing is. And they gave me one. Like, it's like in, a, in, in the United States, there are uh, five places I can travel to. <laughs> Mind you, all these stuff is over $100 of my budget. Um, <laughs> and then they gave me a couple of places right in Spain, like South Spain in Marbella. That will cost me around 1200 bucks. Um, I could go to uh, Malamo, whatever that, wherever that is. Uh, well, that's in Europe somewhere. Or I can, or I can go to Norway. Um, <laughs> or I can go up to the Great White North. Um, uh, up to Alaska. You thought I was talking about Canada. Where isn't you? No, it's not Canada. Um, so, yeah. My, my, I, I would say this. The cheapest place I can go to catch a Pokemon is in Chicago. For about 241 <laughs> euros. Wow. I think, I feel like uh, the destinations uh, themselves are probably places that are full of like Pokestops and gyms just everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, it must be. Because they must be but, using the API from that or something. But it's just ridiculous that you would plan a vacation just to go catch Pokemon on some app. <laughs> like, and then on top of that, why would they even region lock Pokemons? So you can't catch them all. You can, but you have to fly around the world. I'm not doing that shit for a free <laughs> game. But that is ridiculous. You go, on you go on vacation. If you happen to go on vacation in Europe, you quit out your phone and be like, hey, maybe I can catch a Mr. Mime. But oh considering God. how long it took me, <laughs> considering I just caught a Jinx yesterday, and the fact that every other Pokemon I find is a stupid Pidgey or Rattata, <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take someone to find a Mr. Mime. No, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's not the first, it's not the first uh, business to like utilize, uh, to use Pokemon Go to their advantage. It's a little silly to like plan a vacation around Pokemon. Uh, I mean, I know Yelp actually has a feature now where you can, um, they have a filter result where you can look up what restaurants or what places of interest are Pokestops. <laughs> so they have that feature. And I know like some businesses like restaurants or bars that, um, you know, that are Pokestops uh, on the map, they t use that, um, use that as an advantage and are like, Hey, we're a Pokestop. Come in and show us your trainer and we'll give you like 50% off your meal or something. So <laughs> It's just kind of cool, but oh my God. I don't know. This is a little ridiculous. Like, take a vacation, go catch Pokemon, <laughs> spend thousands of dollars, and fly around the world. <laughs> oh my God! Catch that, catch that rare Pokemon to, to go collect something you could never touch. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, that's 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 dedication. So that's dedication. So yeah, so um. Yeah, guys, go on your trips. It's awesome. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Uh, moving on to some uh, film news here. 
Um, so this um, person, I'm guessing, you know, whoever this person is, I didn't get a chance to read the entire article because it was long and it was a lot of pictures and I just didn't care overall um, for the most part. Uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, the only reason why I wanted to talk about this is because, one, Dwayne loves horror movies. Um, love them. I love them. <laughs> Love them. Uh, I can't stand them. <laughs> All right. Two, like two. Yeah, unless you know I can't stand them. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of of my stack, and when I say stacks, with yeah. the S, stacks. <laughs> movies I have. Go ahead. And 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 three, I find her movies to be more comedic than actually scary. Yeah. But that could just be because of my sense of humor. Um, and you know, my girlfriend, uh, you know, Mickey, she gets upset that I find <laughs> like she would get upset that I find some horror movies because she likes to watch horror movies and I just like I'm like eh, the, it, I, it's only been like two movies the two the last two horror movies that I actually sat and watched or was around for a long enough to actually take in what was happening that actually I was like oh that seems interesting was um the Baba Duke which I think is on oh I've heard of that yeah okay. I'm too afraid to see that though. <laughs> it's on. It's on Netflix. Be that what movie? The Baba Duke. It's a. Uh, Ever heard that one? Yeah, it's it's on Netflix. It's an independent horror movie. Um, the sound design of it is actually pretty cool. So it really fucks with you if you have like a surround system that sort of thing. You will probably enjoy that. And then I watch uh, Lights Out. Um, Ooh, love that. Mm. You know, I thought <laughs> I, th- I thought it was okay, and I was like, oh. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it, but yeah, I I thought one of the characters was just you know, kind of lame. I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> it <was> like, but <laughs> uh, but it was it was impressive overall. Um, it, you know, they seem to have opened up the floodgates of creativity with that with that one. Uh, so you know, but so this person decided to binge watch an entire week of horror movies to get over their fear of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so day one, they couldn't watch any movies. Day two, they started off with Halloween. <laughs> the, the night- Halloween, I don't mind. I don't mind like those kind of movies like Halloween or Chucky or because, you know, they're kind of campy. Like Halloween was like the first one that started it. So right. but, like movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or the Baba Duke. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's funny, though. People consider those horror movies, but I really don't. I consider it to be more. I know they're, I know they're going to still say they're in a the horror genre, but I, was, I consider them to be more like the gory slasher kind of film because they don't really make you jump as movies like. Um, top of my head, like say the, the Conjuring, or or the movie Mama, or Sinister, you know, or even Lights Out. They don't really make you jump to be scared. Yeah, I don't like jump scares. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a horror movie. I don't like. I just I don't like when it, I don't like when it's super quiet and then like I'm like, okay, I know something's gonna jump out. I know something's gonna jump out. Just jump out already. Just jump out. I can't take the anticipation. Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm, then, I'm gonna give you a movie that make you jump. Just well, just drink, just drink a little bit. Uh, get like tipsy, <laughs> then watch the movie. Then you enjoy it more than that way. Anticipation is the worst feeling. <laughs> yeah, just drink. Then that way you would like you probably enjoy it a little further that way. But yeah, there've been um so like <laughs> hey, movies like this is like 
to me, these movies like just make me laugh because it's like I don't see how they would make you like really jump that often because you really know he's like like say for instance like Friday Thirteenth. Oh, you, oh, you was here, and then you know he's right behind him. So how are you gonna really get scared? You just did to watch the blood, the blood gore to see the head get chopped off or the knife or the hatchet stabbed. Right, the, the gore, yeah, like saws like that, or um, what was that one where they um, hostile? It's yeah. like yeah, 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 yeah gore it's porn. Scary. It's just, know? it's just gory. Yeah, yeah, I don't like stuff that's like purely. That's what I'm saying. So it's like <laughs> person to watch this, these kind of films that you have up there. I don't consider those to be like. To get over your fear, because that's not a jump scare movie to get over it. Yeah, I don't like, and I don't quite understand this person's fear of these movies. They're not re- like some of them. I can say like The Exorcist is genuinely creepy. Like it's a genuinely mm-hmm. creepy movie, like the original Exorcist. Um, and it's like you hear stories of this sort of thing happening in real life about you know demon possessions and people who are being like you know. They got to call in a preacher to, you know, pull the demon out or whatever. Um, so, the, you know, and I think what most of these movies in the past, like Chucky definitely was for it's uh, this might sound a little controversial, but Chucky is for kids so that they can <laughs> fuck with them because it's like it's a kid who see a doll go maniac and kill people. So <laughs> yeah, they put the kid in a freaking asylum. Right, like, exactly. I didn't know they could do that to children. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is um, pretty much what people would uh, imagine what hillbillies do. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, like these movies prey on our anxieties and fears of what could happen. Or not even could happen. What has happened in real life? So, um, and where Saw and like Hostel, those type of movies, um, they're very gory. They're very you know torture porn sort of thing. Uh, you know, but I guess what people want to know is like, um, did this person get over? Uh, you know, anything? It doesn't really seem that way. They just learned some lessons. Apparently, if you show anyone your boobs, you're probably gonna die. Because <laughs> it's always like the rules of horror movies, you know, like these are the rules like don't have sex on the night of you're going to die because if you're a virgin, you might survive or whatever. Yeah. That's and, the rules of scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or, you know, um, or, you know, the black guy never makes it or <laughs> the Asian girl never makes it like it's, you know, this all kind of stupid, you know, but it doesn't seem like this person actually it helped them in any way. So. I don't know. They just learned some things. That's about it. <laughs> it's like, well, I thought that was pretty funny to bring up. But uh, moving on. Um, should go through the list. Hmm? Should go through the list of the movies she saw. Oh, that they watch? Oh, yeah, that she watched. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, so, okay, so let me see here. So day one, she didn't watch any movies. Uh, day two, <laughs> she watched Halloween from 1978. Uh, day three, she watched Chainsaw, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 1974. That's the original one. That's the yeah, original. It says Hall- Halloween says that she wasn't scared of it all, which was like my reaction to it. was like, it's so campy. It's not scary. Yeah, it's, it's a campy type of movie. <laughs> yeah. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, she's like, oh, it came out four years before Halloween. It should be, it should be mild, right? Like, yeah, no. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> I don't think she. And, uh, that, that one could scare you because that's that's the one that's based off actual facts. Right. This one is like you know it's yeah, like this real one. What really happened back then? Yeah, like this is based 
based off of a real story. And so, you know, they're crazy shit like that. And she watched something called Sleepaway Camp 2 on Happy Campers. Um, never, <laughs> never, never heard of this, um, but apparently... I know, heard of it, but I, I just never got a chance to watch it. Yeah. Uh, then she watched uh, on day five, Child's Play from 1988. Um, I believe that was the first one. Which I am Chucky. I won't be your friend. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, apparently she wasn't that scared of Chucky. Um, and uh, day six, she watched It Follows from 2014 and The Exorcist. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, 1973. Um, yeah, that was a scary one. No, that was pretty messed up. Uh, then she watched on the last day, uh, Saw from 2004. Uh, you know. Uh, Should have put a ring in there. Uh, yeah, and apparently oh, yeah. she... Oh, yeah, those movies are scary. Yeah, apparently she... Um, for this one, she said she texted a few of her friends who are into, like, horror movies. Mm-hmm. And they told him, to, they told her to, like, don't, don't watch it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And she watched it. Um you know, and it's like, um, apparently it's she, it's whatever. <laughs> she, <laughs> even though it's triple the gore, she just, she just didn't really care. She says, it said it wasn't disturbing. It wasn't as disturbing as The Exorcist. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So um, what we learn here, The Exorcist is, is the most scariest movie on her list. <laughs> in, uh, in, I guess in her opinion, whatever the case would be. Um, so on to some DC live action movie news. Boo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people say that right now. <laughs> so we recorded this show on Thursday nights and this comes out, um, the following Monday of, so when you hear this, you're probably going to, um, you, you probably already saw Suicide Squad and which I'm planning on seeing this Saturday. Um, it's uh so very bad reviews. People oh, see really? Oh yeah. Aww. My god, it's like a 34 and Rotten Tomato. Oh jeez. They've been hyping this movie up so much. I think they hyped it too much. It was a little overexposed, um, in my opinion. But overhyped, right? Yeah, Over- like it was because uh, okay, and it, and I think this was a weird choice for DC to put out a movie about these characters because you don't, they're not introduced in any way in any of their um, live action movies. None, like none of these people. Because have, all those, those characters are in ba- are Batman's enemies, aren't they? Right? They're all Batman's uh, enemies. Yes, they're, they're all, like, well, they're in that universe and stuff like that. But the thing is, even in the Batman movies, none of those characters are in them. All of them. <laughs> no live action Batman movie has any of these characters, not even a mention of them or like a side cameo or anything like that. These people are all like, well, there's Harley Quinn, but she's not even mentioned, quite honestly. Like, like not really. Like, you know. And she's like the main, she's been like the main focus of the whole movie. Of this, because everybody was so worried about her pulling off the voice and whatever the case may be. And I was like, well, that's not that's neither here nor there. And I will tell and I keep telling people, if you really want to know, if you want to see a cinematic version of the Suicide Squad, um, just watch Assault on Gotham and go read the books. 
and you'll probably get a better understanding about who these people are, what's going on, and why they're doing what they're doing. Like, because they all have their little motivations and stuff like that. And, you know, this is like the second movie, uh, like this year from DC. That is Zack Snyder. (laughs) Oh, he did this as well? Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) It it explains everything. I mean, you know, this this specific article even says, like, if you have to diagnose DC problems in two words, it would be Mm -hmm. Zack Snyder. (laughs) It is him. Like, he he does not get these characters. Um, I would, you know, garner to say that him and his wife do not quite understand what they're doing because his wife works in all these movies with him and like because <laughs> he, he's slated as producer for wonder woman thank god he's not directing it yeah like he's he's a producer and all the other um you know like on all the other uh, uh dc movies that's coming out um uh, and not a uh whatchamacallit like he's not he's not directing any of those other movies which is pretty cool uh, but yeah, I didn't like he's, but he's, a, but I should say to his credit, he's the executive producer of Suicide Squad, but that's also problematic because apparently the movie sucks <laughs> or just doesn't. Oh, wait, I don't think he directed uh, Suicide Squad. I think he was just the producer. Yeah, he's, um, a, he, he's the top producer on that one. He was the executive producer. But maybe yeah. they should stop putting him on DC's movies because this article even makes the point. They said uh, a warning, another warning sign. Would have been the movie Sucker Punch, which was his first original, which was his original screenplay. But I saw that movie; it was terrible. The only thing that was cool about it was the fight scenes. Yeah, but this person, you know, right? (laughs) So they, this article puts a, you know, (laughs) makes a point. They said, you know, this was supposed to be female empowerment, but it felt closer to a glossy rape fantasy, right? (laughs) Women in schoolgirls stripper outfits with samurai swords leaping out of CGI fireballs in super slow mo. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, like, if, like, there's been he's problematic when it comes to when he deals how he handles female characters. They're either getting beat up or raped, or you know, like, and it's it's always very like horrible. Like he did the same thing Even in the three hundred. Yeah, like he did the same thing with the queen there. Like, and, he did you it know, in the sequel too. Yeah. Like, what, like twice. The, 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 <laughs> the main, I forgot her name, but like, fem, you know, the... The woman who played the queen, the wo- yeah. I forgot her, her name. I uh, forgot the character's name. Um, but yeah, in the second movie, even her motivation was just like, oh yeah, when she was younger, she was kidnapped. Um, and, you know, she was made like a sex slave on like, you know, this boat or something when she was a child, which is like really disturbing. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's like, which sucks because, like, the 300 was, like, his best movie. Like, the first 300, at least, was, like... Yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty decent. You know, that worked with Zack Snyder's style. And then Watchmen was okay because it was, like, just like the book, but it was just very slow. Oh, Um, God. Did you guys see the Honest trailers of Watchmen? No. <laughs> oh my God! They ripped Zack Snyder two new assholes. Uh, I was, was gonna watch it afterwards. <laughs> I encourage everyone to watch that. If you needed like another reason to dislike Zack Snyder, um, this is definitely one of those because it made such so many comparisons between Watchmen and um, just um, and the Dawn of Justice movie. And I was just like, holy shit! I didn't realize 
Because they're so far apart when they came out. You, you don't remember half this stuff. But he's consistent with some of this. I would give Zack Snyder one thing, though. He knows how to shoot an action scene yeah. very well. Like, his visuals are, are great. But when right. it comes to, like, characters and story, it's just like... He, he's terrible at that. He's well, like, we're gonna yeah. have to watch out because he's. I see up here. He said they said he's doing the next two Avengers movie. Uh, no, he's doing the Justice League movies. Yeah, right, yeah. and Avengers. He's he says, doing Avengers. Uh, Aquaman, he it says right here he's produced he's produced of the Wonder Woman, the Flash, and Aquaman, and is also and is directing Justice League, the two part Avengers style. Okay, two part Avengers style superhero. Okay. Oh, Avengers style. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's there, and that's another thing too with DC as well. Like I don't know how much control DC has over the movie making process when it comes to their um, stuff, uh, but it doesn't seem like it's a lot because these directors are just doing whatever they want with these characters. Like they, you would imagine that they would be able to pull because it's like what seventy five years worth of material. <laughs> that they can pull from but they're like no nah, i'm gonna do my own thing man i'm gonna make batman this super paranoid crazy guy <laughs> like you know i mean even though he's super paranoid and crazy but you never really get to see it you know they like that's i think that's a part about it it's like it's that that he doesn't really show it like you know he doesn't articulate that like even the trailer for justice league was just a mess and i was just like oh. like i was like oh my god it looks fun but it, it's a mess at the same time about the characteristics of these people. Well, I'll say well, this: you know who DC needs? DC needs on um, what's his name? If I pronounce it right, um, Josh Whedon or Josh Wedding? Um, Whedon, yeah. Josh Whedon. Sweden is Whedon. Yeah, yeah, it's Whedon. Yeah. yeah, they need him because he he's been doing good for Marvel. So yeah, yeah. DC can go show, um give him a phone call if they want to get well, some Marvel movies. Go, um, DC movies going. Well, the thing with Marvel is it's not just Josh Whedon. Uh, you know, there's um. It, Wait, is Josh Whedon in Marvel? I'm thinking, no. Um, uh, Josh Whedon did, did the Avengers, did the, yeah. Avengers, the first one. I, I always confuse him with J.J. Abrams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they both start with J. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so um, I know he did the Avengers movies, um, but the, the cool thing about Marvel is they're not afraid to take risks and all their movies have been like by different directors. Like even right. Guardians of the Galaxy was by like... Um, like a you know, like an independent yeah, like, um, James Gunn, which is yeah. Um, yeah, like he's like I think that was like one of his first like big action, you know what I'm saying? Like big action budget movie as well. Um, and I, 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 before that, he did like maybe like a zombie movie or two zombie movies, and he uh, I know he directed the video game Lollipop Chainsaw, but that's <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Guardian, and everybody thought when. Before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, they said, oh, this is going to be Marvel's first flop. Nobody's ever heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is an, no name, you know, an unknown director. And yet, you yeah, know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that, but they've been, and then a lot of people don't realize that they've, they've been doing that. Like Marvel has been taking chances with unknown um, directors to do their movies. And, um, or, you know, so it's like, because they bring a, a fresh perspective. They, and, you know, some of these people are very big into that scene of um, comic books as well. So, you know, don't don't sleep. Like, because the, the, I would tell people, okay, the reason why Marvel, this works for Marvel is because they're getting directors who are hungry to actually direct. 
You know what I'm saying? They're not bored mm-hmm. what they're doing. Like, 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 I would say Zack Snyder's bored with what he's doing. Like, ever since he's gotten, he's like, oh, he did the un, he did the impossible mid Watchmen because it was the un, it, it, it couldn't shoot it, and you know he made it, and he was like, that's right, I'm well, the, sh- I'm the shit, yeah. Because all he did was it was literally the comic, just in right, yeah. cinematic form, like. He, you know, any direction, he he just had to take the direction from the book itself, the same camera, the same angles that the characters are in, and panel by panel, he just translated that to, to film. Pretty so much, yeah. So it was basically, you know, the book, which, you know, it's it's not a bad thing, but there's, like, nothing original about it. Right, he's not doing anything spectacular. <laughs> you know. Like, exactly, you're just, you know, it's like the guy... It's like the remake of uh, of Psycho. It's like it's the same thing, frame per frame, but in color. <laughs> yeah, like it's like what do you you know? There's no no there's no originality there. You're not doing anything original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> but anyway, moving on from DC and their film roles. Um, hopefully they can pull off a winner in the next one, which comes out I think next year or something like that. I'm hoping um, Wonder Woman will be good because it has a different director. <laughs> yeah, um, and it actually looks good. <laughs> yeah, it actually looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm very positive on, um, on the Wonder Woman movie. It looks really positive to me. Like it looks like it's gonna be fun. Hopefully, the best parts were not in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> all everything, all the action you saw, it's that's it. That's the whole movie, and everything else is just her talking. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I, I wouldn't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, quick PSA before we continue. So um, if you have kids or you just really, really, really miss it, um, you can now read Nintendo Power um, on the archive, uh, Internet Archive website. So or you can send your kids in to read it to look to show them like this is what we got our cheat codes back in the day because they were no websites. <laughs> So, you know, you can go back and, like, pull up those issues and start reading away and be thoroughly confused. Well, you probably you probably confuse your kids, but, you know, that's what's going to happen. But anyway, uh, so moving on into some more Nintendo news. So the NX, the elusive NX, I have a feeling the NX that's going to come out is going to be us. Like, we are the NX. And... They're just gonna implant like it's gonna go to tell you just come into the Nintendo store like we're gonna implant a chip into your spine and, and you're the NX because this is crazy unusual. They're they're saying they're going to release this console this holiday season. No, not this holiday season. Like next, like second quarter of next year, and have shown nothing. E three is past. They're like fuck that. We're not showing anything. So <laughs> second quarter of next year. Yeah, I believe second quarter of next year. Yeah, that's summer, right? I believe right. Winter, spring. Yeah, mm, summer. No, second quarter is like spring. Um, yeah, yeah. Third quarter is, is summer. They need to show off something to get people hyped about it, and not just be like, "Hey, we're gonna launch it," and uh, yeah. here it is. Like nobody's gonna buy it because they're not gonna know what the hell it is. And they're like, oh, well, it's going to come out with Zelda and other games, you know, and like, awesome. Like, and, I'm, I'm happy for more Zelda because I love Zelda. But, you know, that's pretty much all Nintendo is known for at this point. It's like Zelda, Mario and Pokemon. Like, 
like at least they came out with the new Star Fox game. I haven't played it yet, but I heard it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's not it's not getting great reviews. Um, oh boy, I, yeah. And I know that they they have plenty of Kirby games, so at least they have that uh, property down. And I know Splatoon is doing well when it comes to like their new property. Um, right. Yeah, that's like their only original IP that's actually doing really well. <laughs> but so. like, I don't know what other what other properties do they have that I they haven't done for a while. There's Metroid. Their last mm. game kind of flopped, and they came out with or coming out with like a new one, which is not really a Metroid game. <laughs> oh, that one for the 3ds that people are trying to say they're trying to they, they try to start a petition to say don't make it. Like Federation Force or some crap. Yeah, Uh, there's a petition going around saying cancel the game. We don't want it. Wow. Well, that's how bad it is. Yeah, they should come out with like I don't know, like a new Earthbound or something, or at least release like the third Earthbound game that was never released outside Japan. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one Super Super Smash Brothers is that character Lucas. He's from mother two which uh no mother three i'm sorry okay uh which is actually the sequel to earthbound uh earthbound in japan is actually mother two Mm. uh mother one i think was just released here (laughs) (laughs) was just localized as like earthbound beginnings or something um yeah they, they need to bring that game over uh I don't know. They just needed to do new shit other than Zelda, Mario, Pokemon. At least, you know, they said they're going to come out with Pokemon games for the console, which could be cool. I guess. Could be, it could be the game that Nate was looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> the one he always wanted, like the Pokemon RPG. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even that, though they already had something like that. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean... I, I don't know what their like what their plans are, especially with this new console and the rumors are all swirling around. First, the first rumor was like, "Oh, it's gonna be so powerful," and then <clears throat> they're like, "So I guess that made Nintendo and um, uh, I mean uh, Microsoft and Sony panic." It was like, "Here's some 4K ones, guys, but it's gonna cost like crazy money." <laughs> it was like, and then so it was like, and now I was saying that oh, it's gonna be lagging behind, and I was like, well. I was like lagging behind in terms of what, like graphics, because who the hell has a 4K TV in their house now? Like, it's not like a common thing, you know. And and it's just like, but I'm I'm really starting to get worried. It's like I'm starting to get worried that this is gonna just suck. I mean, I could be completely. It could just blow my mind away, and like, I could be completely wrong. Well, but it's not like a when when Xbox comes out with the Project Scorpion. That's art. Aren't they basically asking people to have like a 4K TV also? Right. Yeah. Project Scorpion and the next iteration of the PS4 will both be able to attain 4K resolutions. Um, But they're being very sheepish on the. um, uh, Sorry about that. I'm hearing like music playing in the background here. Three, two, one. Yeah. Both companies are being very sheepish on what the price is going to be for uh for those uh consoles and i think they're like kind of scared because <laughs> one company is not advertising over the other like they're just waiting to see who who um breaks first like who who's going to be spending this money for this 4k um stuff you know what i'm saying 
because mm-hmm. uh, right now uh, the cheapest 4K TV you can buy, I think, is around a thousand bucks. You know, which wow. isn't bad, but still, it's still a thousand dollars. It's like to get the full experience. It's like you got to pay the thousand dollars for the TV and then blow and five. Or the, I have a feeling these things are gonna be like six to eight hundred bucks. You know, like I, I <laughs> so with the PlayStation Three first cost when it first came out. Yeah, I have a feeling because. You know they're 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 boasting higher graphics, and that usually means a, a, a beefier card, beefier um, processor, and stuff like that. So, but I have a feeling it's going to cost a lot. But yeah, Nintendo guys, NX, all that great shit. You guys looking forward to the NX? Because I don't care anymore. Uh, kinda could be bad or could be good. <laughs> I'm just pissed that they're screwing over the Wii U so fast because. Yeah, I invested. I have in no it. hopes for it. <laughs> no. have, Nintendo lost me after the Wii. It's like they just fell off for me. So like I, they really have to do something with this NX to really pull me back in again. Because they only thing I, I enjoy for Nintendo right now is just the portable, the three the um three DS. After that, for console wise, they lost because yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I have more games on my three DS, and even games you know DS games, three DS games more than. <laughs> more than Wii U games. I got plenty of Wii games, but... Hmm. but yeah. <laughs> no, no, I hear you. I feel you. I feel you. Just make that. good games, Nintendo. That's all we ask. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. But anyway. Um, so, think, uh, speaking of a good game. So, um, this fella, I'm assuming it's a man. Um, I know, very sexist of me. Um, it's all right. <laughs> it's like, um, dude, so Facebook had this video floating around for the last couple of days where it was like this guy made a um, what appears to be uh, a lot of people are calling it a Final Fantasy clone um, or whatever, but it's an independent game called Lost Souls Aside, and he released a trailer um, on YouTube. Um, showcasing this game he made all on his own using Unreal Engine 4. And what is amazing about it is it looks better than the upcoming Final Fantasy game <laughs> in both cutscenes and gameplay. And, you know, um, I'm sure his entire inbox is, is being blown up right now for interviews and stuff like that. But we just wanted to make like, a quick mention of it. And I got to say, like, the trailer looks freaking awesome. Uh, I mean, it looks like your typical hack and slash running around with some cool. It, it, it definitely harkens back to like a lot of um, Devil May Cry for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems that way. And there's like you, you seem to have like a floaty dragon that apparently can morph into either a weapon or some sort of offensive. You know, thing that you can use and you can fly with it and all this other stuff. Um and yeah, I mean, this looks like a complete game. I mean, I'm just fucking like really stoked about it. It looks really cool. And I don't yeah. I don't know if there's like if it's going to come out anywhere, like where he's putting this stuff out, if you can buy it or looks whatever like, it is. It's like a PC game war. If it does come for console, it might come up for the, the Scorpio and uh, the, the Neo. Right. But that's the thing, though. It could come out for now and it will be just as awesome, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the power of Unreal Engine. Um, 
I mean, it's a gorgeous looking game. It looks fast paced and everything like that. This is my type of like, this is the type of RBG game I will play because I hate turn turn based games. You know, I think they're ridiculous. <laughs> um, but they, they still do it for turn based for a while. So you've been missing out on a lot of good games. <laughs> but um, no, Final Fantasy, like they never really quite moved away from it fully. It, it was always kind of like mixed in. And I was like, eh, I, I just I was like, nah, it has to be full action rpg that's what i want <laughs> like i like um kingdom hearts like if it's not that i don't care <laughs> it's like you know um but yeah what do you guys think about the trailer what do you guys think about the game i think it's amazing if it, if one guy did all this that's somebody needs to hire him like <laughs> or give him uh, his own production company or yeah something. or give him his <laughs> own production company or his own team like if one person made all this imagine if he had like a whole team <laughs> I know, just as talented as he is. Like, I mean, some people are saying it looks like he just, you know, he may have made it all by himself. He just may have bought or borrowed models from, like, you know, from like other Final places. Final Fantasy or something. From Final Fantasy, and he just, like, edited it. But it's still amazing. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, for one person to do. Uh, those, those just haters when they say that it's like everybody gets an idea for everybody it's all how you expand on it yeah. to put your own input on it so it's like you can't just be everybody was, when they see something oh they stole this from this game they stole that from that game I'm like okay they borrowed it but what else did they do to it to input their input that's what people keep forgetting yeah yeah I mean uh, he could change the character design it does look like like a generic Square Enix character but right. I do love the mechanic with like the weird floaty dragon thingy that becomes like a weapon and becomes like wings to help him fly around. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I like that mechanic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be, um, you know, like if you want to follow a lot about what's going on in the game, he, he does have a Facebook page called Lost, um, Lost uh, Soul Aside. And according to some of other reports here, um, so apparently he has a manager now. Um, <laughs> and he's apparently, I guess Bing doesn't do interviews or whatever, he, you know, um, he said that the game is being developed for PC at the moment. Um, and it's going to be done in Unreal Engine 4. Um, but he says he's, he's open to the idea of like bringing it to other platforms, but I guess, I guess he would have to be approached or how would that works? Who knows? You know, um, mm -hmm. You know, and apparently he's thinking about floating, uh, floating around an idea to kickstart the game um, and all kind of different ways of, you know, where people say, shut up and take my money. Um, you know, there, there is that sort of thing as well. And um, but yeah, I mean, who knows? The character model could change by the time it actually is ready for prime time. And, you know, moving on from there, who knows? But we yeah. shall see. Looks good. Looks really good. Yeah. Looks like a fun game. It looks like it's going to be awesome. Definitely I, Devil May Cry inspired. Definitely Final Fantasy inspired. Yeah. Fantasy you know. graphics, Devil May, Devil May Cry gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, and we haven't had that in a while. So, you know, why not bring it back? Right. Yep. I love hack and slash. Yeah. Gets my aggression out. <laughs> <laughs> or breaking, breaking your controller or something. Or that too. But, yeah. uh, yeah. you know. Like good old um, hack and slash, just kicking the crap out of uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's move on. We're running out, we're running low on time. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the Xbox S, because you know, you put an S in something it means it's special. Special. <laughs> so the Xbox S is, I believe now you can buy it, or it's out, or it's been yeah. shipped. You can buy it now, right? Yeah, you can buy it. So. Um, <clears throat> The Xbox S is um, the uh, it's 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 about they're, like there are some differences with it. So it's like forty percent smaller, um, and they say that it's beefier. Um, you know, like it it can it, it's uh, it can do HDR like high dynamic high dynamic range lighting technology, which does actually help when it comes to um, darker games like Gears of War or like Resident Evil. Where you can actually see better, like the blacks are, uh, like the black levels are represented in more accurately and stuff like that. But you actually need a television or a monitor that can replicate that. Um, so but that, but it has to have HDR, if I'm not mistaken, right? Get, um, your television or monitor, right? No, no. Or or what? No, your TV doesn't need that technology or anything like that. Because HDR is literally that's called. That's what I'm confused on. I know it supports HDR. But does your TV have to have it built in also, or does it, or does it, or is it gonna just fix it itself? Uh, depends on how you color correct your television. So, oh. you know, like for instance, I have a Samsung Series Six. It oh. does two hundred and forty hertz. Um, so a lot of motion smoothing, but it is one is it's an older television. But Series Six Samsung televisions are among some of the best when it comes to recreation of color because it's it's very very rich and it looks really vibrant and stuff like that and the black levels on it is insane so you you will see things a lot better you know so like hdr will probably make your game slightly prettier you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's another thing but you won't notice it unless you have a television that can actually you know i, I mean well if you have an hd tv you have a pretty um relatively new one like a, you know maybe a high-end one you could um, just do some color correction stuff and you can probably see what people are talking about, you know. Um, I don't believe this one does 4K. Uh, I could be wrong. It uh, does. Oh, it does? Okay. So so this is going to achieve 4K. Um, and it costs around like 400 bucks with a two terabyte hard drive, which is pretty amazing. Um which I think is pretty cool, uh, you know, overall. Um, they also took the power supply and integrated it into the um, system itself. So all you have is just a cord coming out. No more brick, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. I just really got to get on this part. Mm-hmm. What is the big deal about the brick? It's like, I just, I just, I don't understand why people always complain about that. Like, they always try to make fun of it. Like, it's just a cord. It's like, so what? I don't know what, what the problem what is. What you said, I mean, it, right? Yeah. It's just a power cord. Yeah. Like, like, I, I don't really see it's what the, the point way. is. It's all clunky when you set it. <laughs> <laughs> and you set it up. Trip yeah. over. I don't know. Can't trip over it. But it's just, it's it's clunky. It's 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 clumsy. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a minute thing. It's a first world problem thing. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, the other, the other uh, obviously, the, the biggest changes the color it's all white the controller is all white um it's not that much expensive than an actual xbox one um you know so it's you know that's it's out there guys you can have yourself some hdr and some 4k 
you know, right on. There you go. Buy yourself <laughs> an Xbox S. S for special. No. Or you can wait for Project Scorpio. Oh, yeah, you can just wait for the next one. Oh, Nash. Mm-hmm. I was just reading here. It does say you need an HDR-enabled TV for the, to get the full experience. So yeah. you so really? if, a not, if a TV doesn't have the HDR enabled, it's not going to really, it's almost like saying you're wasting time getting the system. That's not how, <laughs> that's not how high dynamic range works. Like, okay, um, I guess I would, this is a little bit more of a tech talk, I guess. Okay, high dynamic range. Yeah, now listen, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Gifted, you have the floor. Yes. <laughs> high dynamic range is, is, has to do with lighting. Okay. And um, making colors pop, edges and stuff like that. So you can actually do this on your phone now. Like if you have a, a modern phone, you most likely has a thing called HDR Plus or HDR built into your software. If you take a picture with HDR in like a low light situation or whatever, and then afterwards, what you do is on your phone is you can mess with the software and actually bring the light out more and it looks better. Um, and um, it's even more incredible when you take a picture in full light um, and it brings out this rich, natural looking. Um, it, it looks a little fake, but it's like it's so it looks almost over over processed and stuff like that. You don't need a television with HDR built in to actually see this because it's just lighting. That's all it is. <laughs> so uh, like, I don't understand why they're saying you need this uh, television with HDR enabled, which. But maybe they, maybe they mean that by saying to get the full true experience, not saying that it won't work, but it won't work to, let's say, let's say if you have to do a percentage, let's say you'll get at least about 75% or maybe 50%, but having the um, TV that supports it and everything will give you the full 100%. So maybe that's what they mean by eh, that. I, I don't I don't buy that because you can do it on your phone and your phone is, you know, less less than a television, you know, that that have, well, some phones are. But it's like it's 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 not new technology. This is this is something like no one is going to go out there and be like, damn, I really need this HDR TV, guys. He's like, you know, like, well, no, no I got to do it Buy me the Xbox One S and I'll let you know how it is when I hook up to my TV, okay? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> like, but yeah, I, I don't see, this is stupid. Don't buy HDR TV. That's just stupid. <laughs> don't, don't, no, please, don't, don't fall for the, not, the nonsense. But anyway, our, our last story here, um, of course, Pokemon. Yes. More Pokemon. <laughs> More Yay! Pokemon. But this time, Pokemon is in problems now. <laughs> Pokemon is a trespasser and just ruins people's lives and, and you know and encroach on my my civil liberties and people are knocking on my door talking about this is a Pokestop I don't want to catch some Pokemon uh, according to <laughs> uh, according to this guy <laughs> gotta catch him let's go so catch them all this particular guy is suing, and I guess there's a few other lawsuits as well, that are suing Niantic over um, people's uh, trespassing um, <laughs> because their homes have been, um, uh, I believe, labeled as Pokestops or lures around there, whatever the case may be. And um, this is... <laughs> okay. So I'll explain how this works. You can't sue a company because its end users decides to be dicks about them. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
you can try, but it's not the company's fault that five people came and knocked on your door looking for Pokemon. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's they, annoying, but you can't sue the company. Right. I, I would say you have a leg to stand on because I don't know who makes the Pokestops or how it's made or anything like that. Because I've, I've since removed the game. Um, but I don't know if Niantic is in charge. I'm not going to list this door because of a game you made. Let's go sue you. Apparently. <laughs> Because you decided to leave your home and go annoy someone else. Like, I was like, you like, this is, I mean, lawsuit is launched. I'm sure people are looking for some sort of big windfall. Um, yes, Pokemon Go is making a shit ton of money. Uh, but I don't think that money goes to Niantic because Niantic doesn't uh, quite exactly make the game. Pokemon, the company does. So, you know, uh, no, I think Niantic makes it. It's just it's licensed by by. Yes, yeah, they're 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 licensed. Lic- they license it through like night. Well, Pokemon license it like published out through them. But they, it's like two companies you have to deal with. Like, you know, they control a lot more than what Niantic can do. What Niantic did was just give them the technology to make it mobile, you know, and um and then everything else is like is like a joint venture between them. Um, and I'd, that's why I said, you know, you have to like which company you're going to sue, Niantic or Pokemon? What what are you what are we doing? Because you can't sue Nintendo. Because um, I mean, that's a funny thing though. It's actually the, the the lawsuit is also filed against Nintendo, but Nintendo has nothing to do with this game. <laughs> no, I don't even think uh, Game Freak, the original. Um you know, the original studio that created Pokemon gets any anything from this, even though no. they created Pokemon. Yeah. Something, like a certain percentage. No, nah, they I don't f- get anything because... I don't know how it works. I never know the legal jargon when it comes to... Oh, yeah, unless they unless they came up with some sort of like long-standing agreement that when they sold it off that they would get a percentage off of all sales and stuff like that, um, which I doubt because now Pokemon is its own company. And they're all in. They're like they're in charge of making their own games. So, well, um, po- well, the Pokemon company is just responsible for like the marketing and licensing of the the Pokemon franchise. But yeah, uh, Game Freak is the studio that makes like the official Pokemon games. games I, yeah, like I I don't know if they make all the Pokemon games. I know they make the official series like Red and Blue and. Uh, Gold and Silver and the new Sun and Moon. So they also Game Freak also makes other games too. Like uh they they made like that rhythm game. They just came out with one about like an elephant like that it's like Rambo or something. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Cause I, I was because I, I know that um like Nintendo is just a publisher for um Pokemon. Like they don't make the game like you know they don't i mean but everybody has likened nintendo to pokemon so as like i guess it's like a little bit of explanation that's going to happen when it comes to this lawsuit so i think this is just going to get lost in the shuffle because this guy is going up against very large companies um he might be able to get away with something with niantic because it's pretty small but everybody else is just going to pummel him like it's just not going to work <laughs> you know like, cause like, who do you blame? Nintendo, which has nothing to do with Pokemon Go, or Niantic, which is the one that like that's published the game and makes the game and maintains it, or you go after Pokemon the company, like you know, or Game Freak for making it in the first place. 
<laughs> for for making Pokemon in the first place. Like, you know, like, <laughs> who are you going after, guy? You know, but yeah, <laughs> this is what's happening. This is <laughs> this is what's happening. <laughs> Anybody, you guys are ready to sue Pokemon if they come to your house? Like, uh, like, what do you guys, you know, what are your thoughts on this? I first of all, I don't even think from you know when I played it, I don't even think you have to go in somebody's house. Like the way it works is just your little character on the screen. You know, it's just walking around a map, but right, it's yeah. just it's not going to like you know a specific uh, house. Or maybe it can. I don't know. I play it when I'm on my bus. So <laughs> well, I, mean, I heard. I heard. Um, I heard it just got to be about twenty about twenty yards away. So you don't have to do no climbing of trees or or edit anybody's yeah. house. Right. Yeah, you don't have to like go up or down like something. You just have to go across. Yeah. So I think I think like you can go like if you're in a neighborhood, it does show on the map like, oh, here's a row of houses. So you your character can move around, but you don't have to like, you know, your character on the map is like as big as the house itself. So Right. Pretty you much. know, it's yeah. not like the house, you know, your character is tiny and you have like this huge house. Um, so if you're looking for a Pokemon, you could just walk down the street and it would still register like, oh, you're walking in somebody's backyard. So I don't know. I, I could be wrong, though. I don't and, know how the map and, 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 and also I should mention that if your house happens to be a Pokestop or some sort of gym or whatever, you can request Niantic to remove that information yeah, so that you know you. <laughs> yeah like there's no lawsuit needed like you can just simply just ask them and they will do it too they're, they're very good at that so it's like um this is just ridiculous i don't i don't know like what do what do you think about this it you know i this this to me is just dope it's like i just think anybody will sue anybody just to get some quick bucks and all that stuff because i mean it's not like the, they kick down your door you know what i'm saying and just came inside. I was like, yo, I see Pokemon. Move aside. I'll, I'll try to get this. So it's like they knocked. Oh, yeah, just say no. And that's it. Mm. It's, it we're still all suit for. That's what I'm saying. It's stupidest. If any, if any judge approves this and that's up, he's just, he's just an idiot. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because like I said, they didn't kick down no door. They knocked and said, can I, get, can I get see if there's a Pokemon in here? You could just said no, slam the door and be out. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like move on with life, man. Like <laughs> you know, like seriously. I I don't know. Maybe he's uh, who knows. Maybe this guy just needs a lot of money. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, whatever, guy. Hopefully, whatever, whatever you <laughs> decide to do with life. Like, like get over. This gonna tell the guy get over it. That's all. <laughs> just go somewhere else please oh my god but anyway um we'll bring the show to an end here um so yeah don't forget to check us out on itunes stitcher and google music play yes we're on there so you know if you have an iphone you can just uh no not an iphone no <laughs> an android phone if you have an android phone you can just you know because i'm sure you have the app probably already installed you can just open it up and look for Pondering Nerdcast and boom, we're there. Um, uh, you know, definitely don't forget to check us out on the Gaming Rebellion website. That's GamingRebellion.com. There you can find all, like, you know, pretty much most of our back shows there. Um, there are other podcasts on the website as well. Really cool um, stuff. 
um, you know, check out the community there. It's um, really cool stuff. If you're into retro games or you know, new stuff, they do. They cover all that. Really cool people they um, hang out with online, I think. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and you can also find the we also have a Facebook, a public Facebook group on Facebook, which is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, public Facebook group on Facebook. Yes, because I'm repeating myself. Um, you can find the, you know, this. It's called Pondry Nerds. I'll uh, just look for the, you know, metal like logo and all that good stuff. But uh, until next time, guys, we really appreciate you guys for listening. And bye for now. Bye, guys. Later.